0: Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the unification community as hundukwe. Today we are reading from True Mother, hak Moon, an anthology. Part 5. Educating the Second Generation and Training Future Leaders Section 1. The Need to Educate the Younger Generation The second generation should be trained to lead the providence. After True Father Seung I knew that we must move forward without stopping, and I said that I would realize Chun Guk before my life ends. To bring that about, we need to cultivate our second-generation members. We have a tremendous foundation in that there are more than 500 people with doctorate degrees in the Unification Church. That is why I recently created an academic center. It would not be an exaggeration to say that we developed rapidly in our early days through CARP, which set us apart from other churches. What that means is that our intellectual level was college level. We need to work more actively in college campuses, both to train capable people for the future and also to witness to the students. In addition to college campuses, we should also thoroughly educate middle and high school students, since we have already created an environment to do so. The SunHack Educational Foundation has a high standard. Every school in it, including the kindergarten and middle and high schools, is prestigious. In the future, all of our schools should be brought together under a single organization so that we can create a comprehensive educational system. Then we will be able to teach them about True Parents as part of the curriculum. True Father began many projects based on both spiritual and practical considerations. It is my responsibility to bring them all under control, to organize them well and to refine them. There are so many things for us to do in following the word. Unfortunately, however, when it comes to those who should lead the Unification Church in the future, we have failed to fulfill our responsibility. We have allowed many second-generation members to drift away. I am in a position where I must take full responsibility for the present reality. My position is not an easy one, as I need to deal with issues both on the inside and the outside. It is easy to build a new house. In contrast, fixing, repairing, and improving an old house that used to be occupied takes twice as much effort and money. That is the job I have taken on. Therefore, each and every one of you should help me out by fulfilling your given responsibility. It is important to witness to new members, but we have failed to dedicate our own second-generation members to God whose responsibility is this? As parents and as those who are in charge during this age, this is something we should be ashamed of. That is why I had to ask True Father for his consent about something. I plan to sell the helicopter he used. If I don't use it, there is no one to use it. Any machine, especially something like an airplane or a helicopter, will quickly deteriorate if left unused. It will become useless even faster than an unused car. That is why I made a report to True Father. I told him that I will sell it and use the money as a scholarship fund for training leaders and second-generation members worldwide for the coming age. Then he told me, please go ahead if that is what you want to do. Once the decision had been made, I felt so much lighter in my heart. Nonetheless, now that I am about to sell it, it hurts me to think that I am unable to preserve it for all eternity. We have all failed to fulfill our responsibility. Still, I wish to let this nation and the entire world know about True Father and show heaven how quickly the Unification Church can grow. Once I had made this resolution, I felt that there was no need to put it off any longer. What I earnestly ask of you is that, if you truly believe in True Father as the Lord of the Second Advent, the Messiah, the King of Kings, and the True Emperor with holiness and virtue, you should testify to him and his achievements in front of others. The way for you to witness to others is by revealing True Father to them. I have said that, henceforth, I will place more importance on the second generation. To make sure that the results of your past efforts were not in vain, we need to train talented people who can take responsibility for the future. I stated that I will sell the helicopter and use the money to create a scholarship foundation in order to train your second generation as leaders. Of course, I have already received permission from True Father. As blessed families who have lived in the same age as True Parents, what should you leave behind? Lineage is important, as our traditions. If we cannot help our future generations take firm root on a solid foundation, when could this world possibly become one united world centered on God? You need to make it so that such a world indeed comes to be. When spinning atop, you have seen that if you apply enough force, it spins for a long time, even when you don't whip it again, haven't you? That is the way it should be for Korea and Japan. You need to raise your children or second generations in such a way that the first thing that goes into their heart is the divine principle. And when they thus come to stand in a well-centered position where they follow absolute sexual ethics, you can even let them dance or do music. You still need to take care of them well until they reach maturity and receive the blessing. Our history dates back 60 years, and yet we do not have a welcoming environment for our second generation. That is why many of them drifted away. They have gone astray because their parents failed to create an environment where they could grow up within the Providence, and we cannot just let them remain distant from us any longer. Now we have ushered in a new age and in this age of Guk, where a new history is to begin we need to safeguard those in our future generations and train them as leaders who can take charge of the future of Guk. When I recently instituted the Universal Peace Academy I realized that we are very short of capable leaders. It is truly a sad reality. You are now in your 60s and 70s and you have lived longer than the number of years you have remaining. During that short time you still have on earth you need to at least become a solid rock for future generations. Also, we quickly need to identify their strengths and train them to use them to their best advantage. In the matter of the worldwide mission work, we need to train the second generation to take the lead. What I mean is that the first generation should serve as good fertilizer for them. Hyojinim and Hungjinim set a good example. You should exhibit the talents you were born with in every field. If you can thus bear beautiful fruits in the culture of the Unification Church, my meeting and talking with you today will have been more than worthwhile. You need to know the heart of our heavenly parent, who has sought after his lost children for 6,000 years. I hope you will be a source of comfort to me. The elder brothers you should establish at your center are Hyojin and Hungjin. Hungjin passed away first. He was the son who took a risk at such a young age to protect true father in the time of the Cold War. He was the son who more than anyone else tried to protect true parents. In the Cold War era, Korea faced the threat of becoming communized. At the time, True Father held a national victory over communism rally to protect the country. On the last day of the rally, there were many members who had been offering devotions and prayers, and they said to True Father, True Father, it is very dangerous. The communists have made a plan, so you should not speak at the rally. However, did True Father ever compromise with the world? I should share a secret with you. When True Father delivered the speech, he had a diamond pin on his necktie, but he lost it. I guess Satan was not satisfied with that. Hungjin, who was in America at the time, was in a car accident. Since he was the one driving, there was a way for him to survive that accident. However, he thought of the second-generation member sitting next to him, so he turned the steering wheel the other way. Through the spontaneous action of a mere moment, he saved a brother, and that is why he is now working in the spirit world as its commander-in-chief. You have two proud elder brothers before you. You need to fulfill your responsibility in your respective fields to finish what they could not realize on Earth— and stay healthy and become beacons to the world. You need to light up the world. You are the pure water born for the first time in 6,000 years. Pure water must not become muddy water. In order not to become muddy water, you need to keep on flowing. By flowing, I mean that you need to keep on developing. In this way, you need to not only stay healthy, but also grow in every respect, including in your heart and in your faith. Hung Jin had a masculine side as he grew up, but he was also meticulous. He would understand his parents' heart and did whatever he could to make them more comfortable. For example, first of all, Hungjin fulfilled his duty of sacrifice in front of his parents. Second, he established harmony among his siblings. Furthermore, as the younger brother, he completely loved his older brother. He fulfilled Abel's responsibility. Hungjin was 17 years old, 18 years old in Korean age, but he had become a saint. Hungjin was a man who had developed fully both mentally and physically. There was a reason God allowed Hungjin to develop so quickly. Jesus left this earth without fulfilling the mission of true parents, but Hungjin was able to perfect Jesus' position through the true parents. I know that you are very worried about the true children. From the time he was born, your eldest brother Hyojin grew up saying all the time, the position of filial son is mine. He said he would give his mother everything she needs and let her enjoy wealth and prosperity. That was how he was from a young age. In the 1960s, the Unification Church was rather poor, and he thought that his mother should have certain things. And yet she had nothing, so he wanted to give his mother everything she didn't have. He practiced filial piety not only with his words alone. In carrying out the providence in America, true parents went through a difficult time. Until as late as the 1970s, Europeans did not have a high opinion of Asians. In a word Americans called us Chinese. It means a person from China, but it was also used as a disparaging term to refer to anybody from Asia. Hyojin, who was very proud, could not stand that. Such was the environment of the time. At that time, American families were breaking down, serious juvenile problems were on the rise, and the people were becoming more influenced by communist ideas. That is why True Father went on a speaking tour of the 50 states, saying, I came to America as a doctor and a firefighter, and the people of the leading class who were worried about the country all welcomed him. Because of True Father, however, the communists were about to lose the prize they had almost had in their grasp, so they followed him wherever he went to try to eliminate him when the opportunity presented itself. At the time, Hyojin was also traveling with True Father, and he saw them. He was so hot-blooded that he could not sit still and watch. This small boy, barely in his teens, said he wanted to fight against adults. Such was the environment he grew up in. Knowing that it takes manpower and effort to bring people to accept the word, Hyojin wondered time and again, Isn't there a way to save people effectively all at once, almost as if they are caught in a whirlwind? That is why he began doing heavy metal music, which was quite a contemporary style. Thinking to himself, I will change the hearts of people through this music and thus guide them to the church, he created more than 10,000 songs in three years. That was an impossible feat for a human being. He both wrote and composed all the songs. That being the case, night and day lost meaning for him. His days became irregular. His physical rhythm changed completely. A person's physical body has limits, and if you continue to use up your energy, you need to replenish it, don't you? His character was just like True Fathers. The lyrics of Hyojin's songs reveals his filial heart. Also because he studied in Korea, his vertical standards stood tall and straight. From now on, I will establish the tradition. I hope you will become the top guns whom I can remember in my heart. Henceforth, the life of a church leader must be stainless. It must be transparent. Their words should suit their actions, and they must put their words into practice. What I am saying is that their words should carry weight. They must not say words that a leader would not say just because they are upset or angry. Since you are blessed families, I am sure you have raised children. When you are educating them, you start out by using the polite form of speech for their education, even though you are adults, don't you? You thus teach them to use polite speech first. This is similar to that. I hope you will become virtuous leaders. This is the true and truthful model. By following it, you should create a culture such that when someone says, so-and-so of Top Gun is on the way, so-and-so is coming, you are welcomed with loud applause. And I have not forgotten how hard you have worked. You are greatly blessed to meet True Mother. Hyojin's portrait should be placed on the right side of the portrait of the true parents of heaven, earth, and humankind in Jungshimwon, won and Heungjin's portrait should be placed on the left side, and Daemonim's portrait on the right side of his portrait. Kyojin passed away on March 17, 2008, and True Father bestowed on him the title Shimchonke Bangwan Kyoke Munju. Shimchonke Bangwan means a garden that can open the deep, wide, high, and infinite spirit world. And Kyoke Munju signifies becoming the owner of liberation and freedom who will not be stopped anywhere, be it the physical world, the spirit world, all nations or all ages because he is a representative of a family of filial piety and loyalty that attends heaven based on the original standard. Education of the third-generation members in Hawaii. We all need to go together as precious children of the Providence centered on true love. What I mean is that all of you born through the blessing of true parents should move forward together without anyone falling behind. Education centered on true love is important. Once a year, I am going to choose primary, middle, and high school students from Korea, Japan, America, and the rest of the world who wish to become church leaders in the future. I will bring them to Kona in Hawaii, since it is the center of the Pacific Rim Providence and geographically well-situated, so that they can attend a workshop together with the true children and true grandchildren for two or three weeks. We should become proud people as citizens of Chunyul We should treat other members with the heart of a parent, the heart of living for their sake. True parents should not only be your true parents, but also the true parents of all humankind. Even the people living in the fallen world feel in their innermost heart that they wish to be happy, to be peaceful and to live well. Human beings today, however, have never yet known a day of comfort. Though they think that they would be happy if they could eat well and live in affluence, things do not work out that way. They become discontented. Why is that? It is because this world did not grow and receive the blessing as it should have done in accordance with the original word of the Heavenly Parent. The fall of our first ancestors Adam and Eve has caused human history to be miserable in our present time. God should have become the king and owner of peace, but instead this world came to be under the dominion of Satan, so it cannot be peaceful. Problems related to national borders, race and religion are breaking out, and the conveniences of civilization are also causing the destruction of nature. The only people who can resolve all such problems are true parents. However, only a handful of people know about them. I cannot help but reach the conclusion that your parents, the first and second generation members who received the blessing before you, failed to fulfill their responsibility. Though they should have expanded the environment for True Parents, they failed to adequately support True Parents. Now I wish to place high hopes on you. In the world, you alone are the pure water. You are the pure water that is neither tainted nor polluted. The world today is very polluted. In particular, severe droughts caused by the destruction of nature are brought about through human wrongdoing. True parents are in a position where they cannot just sit still and watch. We need to step forward and educate others. We need to restore the environment from its current state back to that originally created by God, to return to a clean, unpolluted world. That is our responsibility. Hawaii has some of the least polluted islands in the world. There are seven islands in Hawaii, and this island we are on is called the Big Island. It is also the least polluted island. As you gaze upon this wonderful natural environment, you should offer earnest gratitude and glory to our Heavenly Parent. You all need to make efforts to restore your own countries back to their original, beautiful state as created by the Heavenly Parent. Hawaii is an unsoiled, pollution-free, and beautiful kingdom of heaven on earth. At five o'clock in the morning, I go out for a walk, though it is still a little dark. Birds respond to you with songs, beautiful flowers bloom in profusion, and mango trees bent over under the weight of their fruit abound. In the Kona region, avocados grow. This is a precious fruit, rich in protein. It was the first time I had seen that avocados grew on such big trees. I have heard that the soil of Kona region is best suited for growing trees like avocados. That is why I recently planted an avocado tree in Queen Garden. True Father liked bananas very much. In the beginning time, it was not easy to find a banana. I thought that bananas grew in the shape of a fan. When I saw a banana tree, however, I observed that it bears fruit in spiraling layers. I counted the number of bananas in one bunch, and there are 140. Banana flowers are very big, and as the petals fall, one by one, they are replaced by fruit, which grows in a line that spirals around seven times, and there are 140 in total. They had somewhat ripened, so I instructed that the banana bunch be cut down. I had it hung up, and when it ripened and yellowed, I peeled one and tasted it. It did not taste like the bananas I had eaten in Korea. It was so good. The peel was very thin, and the flesh was so chewy and sweet and it was so big that someone with a small mouth would have had to cut it in half lengthwise to eat it. As you can see, Hawaii is a place with an interesting natural environment. I wish to show such an environment to our second and third generation members. I wish to educate them here. You all have children, don't you? Is there any child among them whom you can present before heaven and earth with pride? If you have such children, our future will indeed be bright. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godible. Tune in tomorrow for a reading on educating second generation leaders.